Welcome to Scars to Stars, where conversations and personal stories let us know we are not alone. In this show, you will meet authors and speakers from our books and events as they share vulnerable personal stories to spread hope and inspire you through adversities in your own life. The world is a difficult place. You will find like-minded people here with kind hearts and supportive souls. I am your host, Dina Brown Mitchell. I am a suicide survivor and the founder of the Realize Foundation. I am so glad you are here. Let's dig into this meaningful conversation. Hi, everyone. It's Dina Mitchell with the Realize Foundation, and I'm back with another interview about our book, Scars to Stars, Volume 2. And today, and well, today I'm doing many, many interviews, I can't speak, but right now I'm with Gail from Hawaii, and I'm so excited to have you be part of this project and for people to hear your story. So would you like to tell everybody a little bit about your chapter? Yes, indeed. And I'm exceptionally grateful that you extended the invitation to me to join this project twice now. I said yes the second time around, and and it was just a natural, intuitive yes that has yielded so much goodness. So mahalo. <laughs> yeah, and um, my story, to encapsulate it, it centers around a uh, an, an experience I had when I was 13, and I was sexually abused at the hands of my then stepfather, my current stepfather, awesome. Uh, <laughs> yet in that moment, right, the the moment that began to define the rest of my life, I chose to write about it. And it doesn't really detail much of the experience itself, right? That you didn't need a real sense of all that I in- endured or encountered. It really was... Uh, what happened after the fact that that experience as a young girl, highly impressionable, I was bright and shiny and just flitting about in life and suddenly, wham, you know, it's a, it was a life-changing experience. It altered the direction of my life. It changed how I relate to myself, to others, to the world. I became hypersensitive, hyper-diligent or, or vigilant to watch for danger and and I started wearing all black and interesting I'm wearing black now, which is a rare occasion. It just so happens that when something that intense and traumatic occurs, it it does start to program your mind and, and your beliefs about how you feel about yourself, about how you re- feel about the world at large. I, for me, it was dangerous then. And I began to shut down and and kind of curl in and my light was dimmed and I started uh, just feeling depressed and anxious. And and actually at some point along the path, and this was now going into my 20s and 30s, that life was being shaped through this lens that I was uh, diagnosed with bipolar. I have come to be of the humble opinion that that was a misdiagnosis. It was really something that was uh, tossed my way or, or labeled upon me uh, at a time that it just made sense. This was the prevailing thought, school of thought back then, the conditioned thinking, and it doesn't apply. It was simply that I didn't know what to do with all that wildness, the the, the emotions that I was experiencing, and, and really the trauma for anybody 
gets trapped in the nervous system. So I was just flailing through life and, and going on to have a series of relationships with men over the years that weren't uh, empowering. It was really, it, it was really something that everything just became more chaotic and more intense and more, ah, you know, <laughs> without without a word to describe it. And and so my book details, yes, the experience that altered my life as a young lady, and then led to how I was engaging my the world at large and holding on to shame and blame and guilt and all of those things that occur as a result of something like that naturally. Yet the book also details how a shift in perception, because perception is everything, altered the course of my life from that point on where I feel extremely blessed to have had that experience. Uh, It's not something you would typically say, perhaps, but now to recognize that it nurtured my sense of empathy. It allowed for me to feel a sense of resiliency, to be then engaging life from an, from a place that I hadn't known before. Just by shifting your perception. And A Course in Miracles says, a miracle is a shift in perception. So the book really, no, excuse me, my story in the book details how I now see the world and feel deeply in love with life with myself, with others. It's an extremely beautiful thing to have come from such an ugly, horrific, as it's perceived often to be, experience. I think challenges are a portal to something beautiful, really. So I want people to know that through my story, that there's a woman out there who's going to read it, and it's going to stoke her fire, inspire her, shift her perspective that such that she can be a phoenix rising from the ashes. I love that. <laughs> I know since I've known you, you are a very free-spirited person. And I think you are inspiring in a lot of ways because you have, you have become that phoenix that you described. And I think the same thing of, you know, like you say challenges and I say scars because mm-hmm. the scars are anything in our life that have left a mark, whether it's whether it's physical and and, and visible or not. Oh, it's too. <laughs> well, um, but it's it's very it's things that have changed the course of our life in some way. Um, and it could be internally or externally, um, but but changes something that maybe we held in for a long time because of the shame, or maybe we've um, taken a long time to process or or something like that. But in the end, I feel like they all make us better and stronger. And they say scar tissue is, I don't remember what the percentage, but it's like much thicker and tougher than your normal skin. So like once you have a scar, it's, it's kind of that... Um, badge of honor kind of I don't know it's it's <laughs> how we take things that we've been through and make it kind of a a badge of honor for something but at the same time it's it's something that's helped us grow into who we are now like a rite of passage there you go yeah seriously that portal rite of passage are you feeling alone 
lacking hope and unsure of the future. So many people are feeling the same way. How could you not after an unprecedented lockdown of the entire globe? The fallout has changed the normalcy we all knew. It's hard when you feel lost and even harder when you're scared to talk about it. We are here to help. At the Realize Foundation, we provide peer-to-peer -peer support through conversations, community, and personal stories. It is our mission to spread hope and let you know that you are not alone. If you are enjoying this podcast, I would love for you to become part of our membership community to get the peer-to-peer -peer support you need. Learn more at the call to action link for Scars to Stars membership. I look forward to seeing you in our community of kind souls. And consciousness grows through human experience and, and then seeks to or naturally beautifies every aspect of our expression. So do I have any fault or blame assigned to my former stepfather who, bless him, has passed on from this third dimension? Uh, I could consider him one of my teachers along my path because he came in to have that experience. He brought that experience to me. And while it was woo, intense at that moment, right? I, I remember the very first moment he even said, unzip your robe. I left my body because I could not even rock what he was saying. It was too enormous. And so that's we, we do that. We tend to leave our, our body. We tend to dampen our feelings and, 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 and really just start to people get addicted and they just want to not feel. And really the feelings are the most beautiful thing that we can use as our way out of the matrix to begin to teach the mind that it's not a dangerous world and, and everything we see, we are perceiving. So it's, it's to us to create this experience ongoing in life is through our own lens. We just have to clear that lens and take off the mud and, and the clouds so that we can really see truly what's occurring and truly the power we have within us is accessible. It's accessible. It's inherent. It is ours it, just naturally. We just tap into it by virtue of deprogramming and, and taking that trauma and using it and all the resulting intensity and normity and feelings as our gateway to recognizing the truth of who we are. Very true. Very true. That's so, why I named my chapter Filigree Wings of Steel, by the way. It's like you emerge from the chrysalis and you can navigate life with the effortless fluidity of a butterfly. And they can actually fly in storms. They just contract their body and fly in a figure eight pattern. And I find that fascinating that even within uh, intense winds, we can still be like in the eye of the hurricane and, and thrive. That's really cool. Butterflies have always been my mom's thing. And so every time I see a butterfly, I think of her. Well, pass it along to your mama. I will. <laughs> so I want you to also share what your experience has been in, in writing this story and being part of this project. Interesting because, again, the honor of your invitation just touched me so deeply and that I had an, an opportunity to bring voice to my experience. I have always felt that we, well, I've always aired my dirty laundry, so to speak, because we all have it. We're all in this human soup together. <laughs> and 
Uh, so I've shared bits and pieces of my of this particular story along the way over the years with various women, particularly of all ages and all stages, and they identify with it, right? As women in the, those tender spots and those intense moments that we can really understand inherently. And so this process of writing, for me as a Gemini woman, first of all, it was an absolute glorious endeavor because I just love to write and talk and express. And what's interesting is that attached to the story, you know, now going to be in print is a URL, gaillin.com, that I had nothing to attach to that URL. <laughs> to, it was like, uh, okay, so what am I going to create? For many, many years, I've been feeling this urge, this pull or call to create something to present, if you will, curate all of these goods I've got, the knowledge I've acquired, wisdom, hard-won wisdom. You know, I've been a devotee on the path, so to speak, committed to conscious awareness. And in doing so, I've got just some beautiful things to share that I know will be of service to women. No question about it, without a shadow of a doubt. And so this process of writing led to the creation of this website and these wisdom sessions I'm offering to bring some insight into women's lives when they're up against it, right? Challenged by something. And it's really not, there aren't, there aren't sessions, by the way, to cog, to use any conceptual thinking or emotional processing or analyzing. I, I don't find that that's where one can really begin to see through those cloudy lenses and recognize the power they have within and, and to feel empowered in life. So yes, this pro writing process unfolded so much more than I ever imagined, for which I'm exceptionally grateful because I'm also offering a bunch of online courses through my school, Oracle Arts. So you were the impetus and I was saying yes, and I was ready to write. And it led to all of these other beautiful things that I dare say, exceptionally beautiful, that I'm so delighted and honored to present to the world. So thanks, Jan. That's awesome. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, um, it's like happening. <laughs> I think that the journey of telling your story, you know, in writing for public consumption is is a little different for everybody, but it's always brought about more healing to people and always brought about more clarity. And I think it's it's fascinating because we go into these projects like, okay, we're going to write our story so we can help other people. And then in the process, we realize how much it helps us. It's just really cool. Oh, yeah. So, so it's a win-win. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, well, I, I want to tell everybody where they can find us. And I'm so glad that we're going to have even more people, I'm sure, because now we have more and more people in our community. And we have a Scars to Stars Facebook group that anyone can find and ask to join. We'd love to have you in there. And our website. So it's realizefoundation.org. And you can go to the events tab and register and see what all of our events were are happening and, and you can register for any of them for free. You can also register for any of them with a 
donation, which helps us to keep having more events. So that's what um, do it, that's do it. find us. And we're so, so excited about the second book. And we have more coming and more cool stuff coming even after this. So hopefully you'll subscribe to our website and, and follow us and we'll um, keep in touch. And we can't wait to see you there. By the way, I've been uh, surrounded by foster dogs. So I've been like... <laughs> feeling tickles on my toes and just bringing that lightness to this moment. It's been so fun. Thanks, Deanna. And I, a shout out to Cheryl Hunter who brought us together and we, that we are just like soul sisters, the three of us that took me and a shout out to my mom for believing me when I told her that all of that was happening to me when I was 13, that my heart and soul, my mama. Awesome. Thanks okay. everybody. Deanna, I love you. Love you. I'm so happy you joined us for this conversation. My wish is that you found comfort and hope in your own unique situation. If you resonated with our message, please head over to therealizedfoundation.org where you can apply to write your own story in one of our books. You can also download our 60 Ideas for Self-Care on the resources page. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, you are not alone, you are worthy, and you are enough.